Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. Welcome to Black and Brown, the podcast. We are your bourbon party planners. <laughs> I am your man, A. Covert the Plug. As always, I'm with my cousin, W.A. Stevens, the Silverback. What's going on, cousin? Good to see you, brother. What's up, family? And our guy that always has a plan, Delvin Joyce, the People's Choice. What's the deal? What's the deal, fam? What's the deal, fam? I almost <laughs> ran over your tagline, dog. What's my going bad. on, Choice? Yeah, man. What's going on, brother? You know, you, you know I'm copywriting that, right? You have to, I'm dog. Black and brown. You have to. Yeah, man. And you know what? When you copyright it, use our lawyers from the firm of Plug, Choice, and Silverback. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, no, we take it, What's we going take, on over there, fellas? We're taking over all industries, bro. <laughs> Not much, man. What's going on, dude? What y'all boys drinking? So um, earlier, when Anthony came over, um, you know, that OKI dropped last week on TSR. And so it came on Monday. It came on Monday. And um, it came over. I said, you know, let's go ahead and, you know, get a little sip of that, that uh, OKI. Well, it's not really how it happened. But yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you that's, know. that's the once upon a time he's <laughs> yeah, telling. Yeah, I mean, I'll, of course, you know, I have a crack at when it came. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was sitting here at the table eating my salad because I got to eat healthy because I've been eating bad. And I look yeah. over and I'm like, yo, William, yeah. uh, the neck label on this bottle looks a little twisted. You know, mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> well, you know um, I mean, I actually had a, a measured pour of one, one ounce yeah. on Monday. So you have a jigger? Yes. Well, no, I have a jig. I have like a little shot glass has like, you know, the measurements on it. So, yeah. So it goes like from like one inch. I mean, so one ounce, one and a half, two ounces. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, now that's a guy that's serious about his bourbon. Bro. Measuring pours at home. Yeah. That's hardcore. Yeah, dude. I just want to make sure I didn't go too deep because it's good. And the flavor. Dude, dude. dude, So, so we drink it, right? Ah, and it, and it's. Bill will tell you it's different, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's real different when you when you taste it, right? Yeah, I've never had a bourbon that actually um, gets sweeter into the taste. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like it doesn't. It's not sweet at the beginning, but as you go into the bourbon, it it gets sweeter. And just to clarify for our listeners, we are talking about the OKI barrel pick. Yes. Drop by our guys, the Brethren, Taste Select Repeat. Correct. On that their is website. correct. Mm-hmm. And it's sold out in like, what, two ten minutes? Ten minutes? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let, I mean, less than ten minutes, obviously. Yeah, if you didn't get it. If what you does didn't OKI get it, you would... stand for? Um, uh, Ohio, Ohio Kentucky, Kentucky, and Indiana. I guess right. where the distillery is, is in that little corner of the United States, you know, kind of bordering oh. all those three states. I didn't see. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. See, you know what? If nothing else comes out of this podcast, I learned something. Yeah. And you know, um, so and the story goes like Old Riff is a, I guess, a a spawn of OKI. So they were all part Old of Old Riff or New or Riff? New I'm Riff. sorry. New Riff. Yeah. Oh, I was I'm about to say, damn, <laughs> like, son, like, son got bars. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Old Riff is New Riff. <laughs> My bad. Um, new Riff. New Riff. Yeah. New Riff, I guess. Some people from OKI. Sorry, New Riff. But you know what's dope about that? The way we just corrected that old riff, the new riff. Yeah. That leads us into, you know, the cleanup show. The cleanup. <laughs> the cleanup show. The cleanup. Clean it up, son. Clean, clean it up. up. Yeah, so we got some cleanup from last episode, right? Mm-hmm. There were some things we dropped out there that we getting right. First one was we said that um, Jim Rutledge was working with Scotty Pips on his Digits Bourbon. And it's not Jim Rutledge. It's Dave Finney. 
Dave Finney's the Dave guy. Finney. Dave Finney. Oh, okay. yes. Sorry, so it's not Rutledge. Sorry, Dave. We'll give you your flowers, B. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had a but, little. But we did, go ahead. I was going to say, but we did get it right that Jim Rutledge is working on the Blue Run. That's correct. That's yes. correct. Yes, sir. Jim okay. Jimmy Rutledge. Yeah, right. well, I don't. I don't want to take his name. It's Jim Rutledge. Um, well, he worked at Four Roses. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's working on Blue Run. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Okay, we got something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got that right. Fifty yeah. fifty. Yeah, and then and and then William had some cleanup he wanted to put out. Yeah, so um, I said that Ice Cube uh, CD um, was hundred miles of running. Mm-hmm. Incorrect. It's <laughs> got the jeopardy. Got the jeopardy on that one. It's America Most Wanted. It was his first CD when he left NWA. Yes. Oh, yeah, was it? yeah. America Most Wanted with three Ks in it. Three Ks. Three Ks. We'll let we'll oh. let y'all work that out. Yeah, what that yeah. means? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, so the K's is that like strikeouts or something? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, large yeah. L's, B. Yeah. Large yeah, L's. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was. Um, what's that guy from the? Um, he was. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you can't think of it. We'll I can't think of a good picture. And, we'll circle back. <laughs> and, and by the way, so my was it my Randy Johnson? Clean- Randy Johnson. Randy yeah. Johnson. My my portion of the cleanup. Um, but I don't have to clean it up because y'all cleaned me up that day. There is no chronic two. It's just the chronic one. Just and chronic. I kept saying the first chronic. The first so I'm putting it out there. <laughs> we we want the second chronic. We want mm-hmm. the so detox album, that, man. Mm-hmm. Now, now on the cleanup tip, though, I do have to say, you know, I when you dropped that thing about Rakim never cursing in his verses. Oh, did he curse? I just I did some homework, man. Now, here's. <sighs> It, the jury's out, but what I preliminarily saw okay. is that you are correct. Okay. The the word on the street is that he never cursed. Okay. But there was somebody I found online on the Googles. On the Google that the said internets. on the on on the internets, the internets that said that he cursed twice. Really? Wow. In two different tracks. So what songs yes. were they? Yeah, what, what songs were they, dog? You know, I didn't go that deep. Yeah, I got and, you. you know, I got I'm you. squirrel, man. I got distracted. I saw something on Instagram and started looking at something else. Game over. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, the Instagram and the YouTube, the the, the black hole. Now you go down the rabbit hole. It's Dude, a wrap. So real it's quick, though, real rap. quick, man. So I've been hooked on those um, reveal the eyes videos. Have you seen those? I haven't seen it. So I know. Is I guess like you know, kids close their eyes and they have like different color eyes. What? Yes, it's 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 interesting. Like they they played a song, I guess, by Bruno you know, Bruno Mars. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked on those videos, man. I'm not really sure why, but, but yeah. you gotta you gotta put a link up. I've never seen them. You never hey, seen those? Never Bro. seen them. Oh man, so yeah, because you know the kids you know have their eyes closed or whoever, and whenever right. they open their eyes, their eyes are like blue or green or something like that. Yeah. Okay, it's different. Yeah, yeah. Eyes. yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm I'm not sure why either, Bill. <laughs> yes, you might you. You might want to keep that to choice. You. Choice. North Carolina different. <laughs> it's just different. interesting, man. It's different. interesting. You like North Carolina? I, I, I will say I am. I am hooked on the on the um, the milk crate challenge video, bro. Really, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's so. I can't stop watching. Why do, it, why do I feel like that should be like a voting booth challenge, man? That's I'm just so. so yeah. I'm just so disappointed in us right now. You You're know right. what I mean? For real. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> so I bad. see the memes. I see the memes where they say uh, Rob Deerdeck dropped off the milk crates in the hood, or the CIA dropped <laughs> the milk crates off in the hood. I'm just like, bro. bro really? I saw. I saw one. I saw a meme today though that had, and this was the best one I've seen. It. It had. A milk crate challenge like we we see today, and it was built up into the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. And it said, 
y'all's milk crate challenge and then it said our milk crate challenge and it had a milk crate on the backboard and it was a basketball hoop. right and i was like yo nailed it that's spot on. yeah exactly so yeah. so i just I saw played one on a milk crate legit 20 minutes ago the best one i saw was they had them piled up and it had a spirit airlines plane behind it it said spirits new boarding process <laughs> 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 that, that was the best one for oh, me. That's, that's funny. funny. So, so the last cleanup we got before we get to current events, um, we talked a little bit about uh, the color purple last week. Mm. And I think yeah. you said that uh, Harpo was trying to keep Celia and her sister apart when actually it was Mr. It was Mr. So who was Harpo? Harpo was his son, her stepson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice cleanup. Yeah, nice so that's the only cleanup, man. We were yeah. we were laughing about that earlier. I'll let you guys have yeah. that. So, yeah. I'll let you guys have that. Yeah, because Bill's never I'm, seen it. Yeah, I've ne- never seen it. Yeah, so it's never seen it. <laughs> so now we'll move on into... Chocolate Girl was killing me, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. Current events. She's killing you, dog. So what do we got for current events? Well, you know, somebody sent this to us. One of our Instagram followers sent this to us. So the GOAT... The GOAT. ...is giving back. Mm-hmm. And if y'all follow us and our podcast, you know who we talking about when we say the GOAT. That's right. We talking about Freddie Jackson. Johnson. Johnson. Hold up, bro. Not, Fre- not Freddie the Jackson Johnson. 5. Come on, dog. Come on. <laughs> no, no. No, man. Sorry. The, the, uh, the old Forster is hitting your boy. <laughs> uh, we talking about Freddie Johnson. This Freddie Johnson. Johnson. Freddie Johnson, bro. So Freddie Johnson, you know, the famed uh, third, what is he, third, fourth generation, multi-generational employee at Buffalo Trace. That's correct. That's uh, correct. African-American. Yep. Uh, was featured in the film Neat, which is how he hit our radar. Right. And we've been we've been fans ever since. So met, Freddie Johnson. Met him in the parking lot. A lot of, <sighs> met him in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Highlight that to that dope? trip. <sighs> after, after the Silverback parked in the wrong parking lot, we met him in the parking lot. <laughs> No, that was Anthony, man. That was me driving. Oh, that was Anthony driving? I'll take take that L because we really won that day. Yeah, I was was thinking like, why are you parking back here? Because we could park all the way up there closer to, to, you know, to the visitor center. And you saw how that worked out, right? It worked out. That was like the best stars alignment Mm -hmm. move ever. Yes, sir. That was that was super fly. So Freddie has an old fashioned soda. I guess it's like a root beer. Have you guys ever had it? I haven't had it. I have not. No, I saw it in the um, gift store. Now apparently you take that and like the bourbon the the uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream, cream yeah. okay, and and make like a root beer float and it's supposed to be off the hook. Really? Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But what's really cool though is that you know this this soda has gotten really popular now. It's generated a lot of revenue and and Mr. Freddie has donated twelve thousand dollars to restore the Green Hill Cemetery. Nice. Yes. Yes. And and for those of you who don't know, Green Hill Cemetery was actually established in 1865 and it is Kentucky's only monument honoring the nearly 25,000 black Kentuckians who served in the United States colored troops during the American Civil War. Oh, oh shout out to the Veteran Brothers. Yeah, that's dope. Absolutely a historical landmark and they are trying to restore this cemetery and Mr. Freddie put 20 grand on it. Twelve and uh, you was know. it twelve? Oh, I'm sorry, twelve grand. The old Forester is hitting your boy hard. <laughs> hard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he dropped twelve grand on it, and I think it's a worthy call. Nice. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good awesome. job. That's dope. Good job, Freddie. 
What else? That's cool. What y'all got? That's all I got for current events, man. I mean, yep. you know. Oh, that's, that's it? Yeah. That's, we, we highlight what needs to be highlight. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, no. When the highlighter come out, that's what it is. So we're going to move right into our episode. This is uh, episode Cinco? Episode five. Mm. Season four, episode so five. five. Season four, episode five. And this one, we're, we're naming the questions. The joints we get when people hit us up on Instagram, hit us, shoot us messages and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're going to answer those right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. And your boy gets and, to take and, a break. I, it's a night off for me. I'm going to sit bourbon. And, and our man, the people's <laughs> oh, choice, is going to run the mic. Nah, you got to answer these questions. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can, can do answer. that. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm all good about answering. Yeah, I'm good for the Jeopardy round. Yeah. And I also want to add this. one question to this, to this, uh, you know, like maybe like a lightning round question at the end. Oh, I like it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like it. And save me, save me some suspense. But I, I wanted to do this because all of our listeners have, I feel like they've gone on this bourbon journey with us. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Bill, you mentioned the rabbit hole earlier. Yeah. The rabbit hole in the bourbon hole just keeps getting, or in the bourbon game just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Yes, sir. So for some of you out there listening, these might be questions that you've gotten, that you've thought about yourself that maybe you can't find answers to. And so we're going to talk about them right now because there's so much nuance in this in this, in this this game. Let's talk about them. All right. So y'all ready? I am ready, sir. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So so the first one, and I, you know, all my working corporate people can relate to this one. All right? Yeah. So, fellas, you are at an event or a work conference, and it's open bar. So you hype already. You hype because yeah, it's open bar. It's open right? bar, and, and the I drinks mean, are free. The nights go in bad. And the drinks are free. <laughs> so, so why, right? Why else do you go to work conference? Dude, I'm telling you, man. The first time I went to a work conference and the drinks were free, I didn't know how to act. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I thought I was being tested. Me too. I was you like, uh, it's, it's, it's "Definitely it's a test." It is a camera on me or something. The brother's not gonna make corporate. Right. <laughs> HR is definitely watching. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. taking notes. Yeah, I was on the conference. Like, wow. But here's what always happens at these work events when it's open bar. Mm-hmm. They they usually only have three whiskeys. Right. Right. Yeah. They got they got the Jim Beam white label. Ooh. They got the Jack Daniels black label. Mm. And they got the Crown Royal. <sighs> right. Yeah. So the question is, all right, now in our bourbon matriculation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we we are bourbon snobs at this point. But you at this work conference, the drinks are free, and all you got to choose from is Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Crown Royal. Huh. Which one are you drinking and why? So um, <clears throat> I'm probably going to do the Jack Daniels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Only, and, and maybe because, you know, Jack Daniels is very close to Uncle Nearest, and we know the story about how Uncle Nearest taught Jack Daniels how to, you know, undistill um, liquid. Um, so I think Jack Daniels is probably going to taste close to Uncle Nearest, which I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of. So that's where I'm probably going to go with uh, with uh, Jackie Boy. So you you going to pay tribute, at the, at the work function. I'm going to pay tribute to the work of it, you know, because you know, no one else, <laughs> no one else is probably going to know that that tidbit, but me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. So, um, but that's where I'm going to go. Um, you know, they say that uh, that Jack Daniels like single barrel barrel strength is really good. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had any of it. But um, 
But that's why I probably yeah, want to go. Everybody raves about it. Raves like, about it. You're not going to get that at the work conference. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're not getting that one, but I'm yeah. just saying, but right. hopefully it's going to be similar, you know, something similar. But that's the way I want to go with you're it. You're definitely getting bottom shelf at that oh. work conference. They're not spending a lot of Fact. money. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to think, like, you know, that Mako's Mark might be part on, on that shelf as well somewhere. And now, all right, so I'm going to come back to that. So hold that thought. Okay. I want to hear right. what the plug would say. Yeah. If those are your only yeah, no, 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 we good. Plug, yeah, what yeah. do you drink? Yeah, so, so check it out. It's funny. I, I might surprise you with this one. Okay. If those are my only three options, the Jim Bean, the Jack Daniels, and the Crown Royal, mm-hmm. I might get the Crown Royal. What? Yeah, and I know, I really? mean, bourbon stuff. Yeah, for real. Okay. It's a work function. Yeah. Right? You, you know me. A Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. No, eh? You know the plug is down. You might get a few drinks and want to while out. <laughs> Run across the bar. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep it 100, you know? Plus, you get you a nice marble bag. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I'm going to get the crown. It's already blended. I won't feel bad about drinking up most of their stuff. Right, right, right. right. And then, I can get a splash of something, mm-hmm. and I won't feel bad about it. Sure, sure, you sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and plus... A king got to get his crown, dog. Okay, <laughs> you know I mean? and you do, and, and you do wear a lot of purple on, on the golf course, bro. You know, purple is the color of royalty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to keep it one hundred. So, so that brings up a good point. So, I have I have two follow up questions. And by the way, I'm probably going to grab the Jim Beam. Mm. Oh wow! And, so we actually uh, we split, all across the board. We split that hair all across the board. Okay, nice. I, I like bro. It. I'm I'm gonna tell you something, man. I've had so many Jack and Diet Cokes. Yeah. Mm. I just, I can't bring myself to drink Jack. That doesn't even sound I right. I mm. can't, I can't drink it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to get the Jim Beam and I'm going to drink it neat. Mm, okay. I'm going to drink it neat off principle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm different drinking Jack Daniels on, you know, neat. No, I'm not taking anything away from anybody with, with Crown Royal or anything, mm-hmm. but if you're going to put anything on ice, that mm-hmm. would be the one I would mm-hmm. do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I wouldn't feel bad about well, it's 80 those proof, cubes in that. Though, it's 80 the, proof. The, the Crown yeah. So Royal I can drink a lot of, look, so I could drink a lot of those, stay in the conversation because, okay, you guys are going to drink those two bourbons and still have to talk to people at work. Remember, you had a work function. Mm. You want to be, because sometimes you like to sip your bourbon, get a little proof on, like the lounge. People want to talk to you. A lot of times mm-hmm. you're drinking bourbon, you know, you let people know what you think. <laughs> might be, might be the wrong sir. environment. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, like, like, then, you know, that, you talked about confessions last time. Yeah, about choice, you know what I'm saying? saying? That's right. Yeah. Crown Royal yeah, keep me a little level for a long time. <laughs> get that usher on the ear. That's right. I might be okay. By the way, them companies, they get uh, they get that Jada kiss on the ear with that open bar. Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to the shout out to our guy, Patrick. Yeah, P. Lynch. All right. P. Lynch, yeah. So, so the follow-up to that is if if Maker's Mark is on that shelf, which it probably would be. Right. Right? Hands down, you're going for the Maker's. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no no question. What is the Red Man of no what? Question. What's the Red Man? It's the filleted or the um, yeah house of uh, House Bolton. House Bolton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. the filleted man or AKA Red Man, the what album? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, are you are you just gonna drink that Maker's Mark neat? Or are you are you mixing it? What are you? How are you gonna drink that? Well, I'm, work function. Yeah, I'm probably gonna um, be neat, but the um, but you know you know the prophet was saying that uh, there's a you know a Maker's and ginger ale. Really? Yeah, I may, I may, I may give that a shot. You know what I'm saying? I've heard that. Yeah, makers and ginger ale. I may, I may, I may give that a whirl. I would definitely grab well, that makers neat and slide off to a dark corner and try to chill. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Same here. I'm, I'm definitely taking the makers. Now that is a great segue for us, though, mm. to the next question. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. 
Now, COVID is over. The Delta is done, mm. right? And now you can have people at your house and hang out and kick it like we used to back in the day. Back in the you day. Know, BC, yeah. Back during B, BC times. Is there, this, this is a hypothetical, before, right? right? Before COVID? <laughs> before COVID. Yes. There you go. So, so back in BC, we could hang out, have people over for drinks. And you are having people at your house, and you break out some good stuff. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. hold on. Right. Oh, okay, my house. All right, gotcha. My house. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, and and by the way, I mean good stuff like we had in the last. What's cracking? Ooh. So like some you break it. No, out no, unicorns. no, dude. That's that's beyond good stuff, though. Yeah. All right. Mean, so you there's break good it out, stuff, like, and there's what you brought up. That's, last that's week. lock the door, pull pull the yes, curtain closed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you you may hey. be checking credentials. They you know take some of that stuff. Hey, 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 plug. You notice uh, William didn't bring his measuring cup over to the crib. He did not. He did not. He showed up. He over there, he, me- he, he over there measuring his He cup. showed up. <laughs> Man. Black Bourbon Maverick was like, yo, People's Choice blew through the neck on that shit. Yes, sir. Like, that's right. like, we ran through them the stoplights. The silverback. <laughs> it was good, bro. So you. But you breaking out stuff that you you think twice about before you break it out for guests. Right, right. right. So is, yep. that, is that level of good? Right. Yep, I got, I got you. you. Do you also pull out mixers and like maybe some soda for people to mix it with? Or do you just keep that in the back and, and force people to drink your good stuff neat? So um, I'm going to go first on this guy. Please. So... <clears throat> What I would do first, though, I would I would encourage my guests to drink it neat. You know what I mean? Like I would, you know, have them taste it neat, make sure um, so they can, like, you know, try to enjoy the bourbon, how it's supposed to be enjoyed. Right. From the from the distillery you know, to the bottle to my glass. I would have them, you know, first off, taste it neat. Now, if they didn't enjoy it that way, then I may grab some soda. But it wouldn't be out, you know, off jump. You know what I mean? So like I wouldn't. I mean that would be like you know option B for me. Option Op- D. Option B. <laughs> option B. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. What say you? So so I say me. Um, I'm recommending. Uh, I'm be a little heavy handed on this one. I'm be borderline. Uh, what's my man? Ernest Yacht. That's heavy. Ooh. You know I gotta be heavy handed. Mm. So I'm gonna strongly recommend they enjoy it neat. Right. Right. Because yeah, I'm, I mean I'm gonna know, make them enjoy. You know. Yeah. It's my house. Right. Yeah. But. But if they're not enjoying it, then I'm going to have them get it in the space that they enjoy it. I'm going to take it back, pour it back in the bottle because wow. um, they won't be here forever. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. wow. Hey, man. Look, okay. I ain't going to so front pour it back in the bottle. You got to funnel and like funnel it back in the bottle. Wow. Wow. Uh, Snoop wasn't talking about me when he said ain't no fun if Tommy can't have none. <laughs> Listen, I mean, seriously. Okay, okay. Okay, wait, let's think about this. Let's think about this critically, right? Right. A distiller, right? Put his life and blood and sweat into this. I get it. Product. I get it. But I'm just saying he wants you to enjoy it this way. I, I, I understand know. people want to drink their bourbon the way they want to drink their bourbon. Right. And I I respect that. If I'm at your spot and you give me a thing and you say, "Hey, you want ice?" I say, "No, nah, I want ice." You recommend yeah. I drink this way. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll discuss. Right, right, right. But I forgot. So would ice serve be okay? <laughs> you gonna put ice out for him? You know, if if they want to put a cube in there, I mean, sure. You, know, you got to do what you got to do. Again, ice is not going to be something that I'm going to have out. Right. 
It's going to be as with as with the mixers. Yeah, I'm not going to bring it to you. Yeah, I'm bringing you the bottle be, and a glass. It's not going to be out, right. but it's, it will be available. If they ask, because be like pressed. like they say, the ice the ice is going to change the flavor. Yeah. That's why they recommend like warm water to open up your bourbon. Sure, because ice is going to change the flavor. Yeah. So to answer the question, am I putting out mixers and sodas? I'm not putting it out. Chances are I won't have them in my house. No, you're right. So, I won't have it you know, in my house. Nine times out of ten, I can't give you what I don't have. <laughs> right. So yeah, basically yeah. what I have is a bottle, a Glen, yeah. and my hospitality. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and out of, out of those three that things, is the key. out of those three things, if you don't like two, the locks on the door will be in effect. <laughs> Yo, I, I think that is the key though, is is you don't you just don't have it available. I don't have it available. Like, you don't, yeah, I don't have it. Because if you don't have it in your house and they ask for like if they ask for it and you have have some soda. Right. I mean, you got to kind of, right? Yeah. But if you don't even have it, and, you know, as I was thinking about this question, you know, it, I was like, well, what if, like, you break out the good stuff, you have some real bourbon drinkers in there who enjoy the good stuff. Yeah. Sure. They're drinking it yeah. neat and appropriately. Mm-hmm. But that one person wants to mix it or whatever, you could pull something out for them. Yeah, right. The, Exclusively, the problem yeah. is, right, you can pull something out for them and say, all right, you know what? Do whatever you want to do with this. Right. The problem is if everybody's drinking the good stuff, they're also going to want to drink the good stuff. No. Yeah. Not going to be able to so, do it. So it's how do you get around that part, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So, all right. So I, uh, I I think I would also just not even have it in the house, but yeah, but you know, let's, I'm not gonna have it in the house, and, and like I said, it's not gonna be, you know, it's not gonna be, um, you know, I'm not gonna bring it out at the beginning, but you know, if it's something that you know, yeah, I don't want to make it weird. I mean, so if they right. ask for it, I'd be like, oh well, that's not something I typically have with my bourbon, you know. So maybe they'll take that yep. as a recommendation, and we keep it pushing, right? And we and we always talk about this. You've said this a lot, Bill. Like. Bourbon, you're supposed to drink it how you enjoy it. Right, correct. But yeah. you you drink your bourbon how yes. you enjoy it. Right. You drink my, my bourbon, bourbon how I want you to drink yeah. my bourbon. That's correct. Are you right? Yeah, you're right. The you're right. back is correct. Yeah. Back. yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I want everybody to have a good time. So yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mix Mountain Dew with that OKI. Are you cool with that? That's your bottle, though. Because she's she, 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 she not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Right. We might have to roll back to that on what we're yeah, not going to yeah, do. Yeah, you're not going to do that, bro. Yeah, right. no, no, seriously. I mean, seriously. If you decide to miss Mountain Dew at OKI, then, you know, we're we going to have problems. We're going to have problems. Hey, man. Gonna have problems. Hey, man. I don't want to pull my cousin up off of you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have problems, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, not going to do it. Them's fighting words. Yes, sir. You're not going to do it. All right, I trust so, you. Yup. Y'all already know my answer to this question, but I want to get your thoughts. And for some of our listeners out there who, again, may be progressing in their bourbon journey, let's talk about proof Ooh. for a second. All right. And but there's proof. a lot being made of proof and cask strength and barrel strength and all these bourbons that are coming out that are like super high proof. Yep, right. But is there a such thing as too much proof? I would have to say yes. Really? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say too much proof, but like too much proof for me to get to enjoy the bourbon. You know what I mean? Like, you know, anything above like you know one twenty five or so, like I don't enjoy that bourbon neat. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, you know, because wow. you know, like I had a stag a couple of weeks ago, and I tried choice. I try, I really tried to drink it neat, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the it. Stag Junior. Yeah, Stag Junior. So you put your cube in. Yes, sir. I put my cube in it, and it was lovely. 
Now, see, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the opposite end of that fence. Yeah, he was because you yeah. know, yeah, because he's he's kind of you know converted over to your yeah to your side. But like you know, I want to enjoy my poor, right? Like you know, drinking bourbon for me is not about you know you know getting drunk or right. you know just right. doing something just just to do it. Like I want to get the flavor. So if I'm not enjoying it, then I'd rather not do it. Yeah, and right. so. I was trying. I was like, man, you know, let me try to get this, you know, the Stag Junior with, you know, just neat how it was. And I just, it was too hot. I just couldn't do it. I just, I didn't, I, I couldn't enjoy it. But once I put that cube in it, it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. Talk, talk to me, Ant. And see, so, so where I'm at on the other end of that. So, um, you know, when I, when I approach, I approach bourbon kind of like I approach food. Right. When you roll into a spot, I trust the chef. Mm-hmm. So in this regard, I trust the distiller. Right. Um, and I kind of embraced that after I read this article. Uh, Jackie Zykam was talking about how barrel strength is where all the flavor is. I think she was in an article saying that, like, if you get a barrel strength yeah. bourbon, you know, that's where the flavor's at. Well, you know, you know, Keith, Keith kind of disagreed with that. Keith from Bainbridge. Yeah, Keith, of, Keith has got the chops for that. Yeah. He's tasted more stuff. Yeah, he than was I saying, have. like, you know. So remind me, what did he say? You know, he said that, that you can actually hide a lot of um, deficiencies with your bourbon in a higher proof. Oh, Remember yeah. he was saying? If yeah. there's, you know, there's something that you don't particularly like, or there's something that you can, like, you know, hide, there's some kind of characteristic in it that you can, you know, you want to hide, you can hide it in a higher proof bourbon because it's so hot. But yeah, so so check so it out. So so with that being said, you know Keith has those shops. He sure. gets to taste his product every day. He knows where his palate is at, right? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so for me, I go and I try what they're putting out at the proof they're putting it out because I figure if they've tasted and they released it, they're confident in what they got. Mm-hmm. Sort of sort of like the fam over at TSR. They pick these barrels, they bottle it, we get it, banging. You know what I'm Word. saying? And that's not a shameless stunt. We get the bottles, they're fire. <laughs> It's real. So True story. It's fire. True story. I'm not even going to front. If you're and out there, say that, man, if you're you know, out there and you taste it, you post on Instagram. You know what it is. Yeah, and I'm we, not even going to play. And we even said that earlier. Like you know, yeah. rock with somebody. You know, a bourbon club or yes. you know somebody that you know you enjoy their barrel pits. Get with they your put, people. Get with your man's in there. Pay you, attention. Man. So anyway, TSR, man. so I tried at barrel strength, like the stag, like my cousin said. I tried that at higher proof initially. It was rough on the palate, but, you know, D-Joyce, higher proof. I said, okay, I'm going to try it. Because you always want to learn in this game. Word. You can't say to somebody, I don't trust you. You got to mm-hmm. try it out. Then you have something to base it on. I like it. Facts. I like the heavy proof. Mm-hmm. I like that feel. I like that burn, yo. Ooh. I like that, like, yo, mm. my mans, we in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. I'll come in and I'll hit it and I'll be like, oh, today I might want to take it down a little bit. Word. I might put some ice in it. But... I try the way the chef prepares it first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I try so, it, man. But I, so, so to me, I don't think like okay. So let's say it gets excessive, right? Mm-hmm. Say, say you know they put it up around 140, 145. Okay, <laughs> that that might scare your boy. But I've tried the stack around 133. Around that? I don't it? think so. I don't think so. You know, like no, the old I, Carter. I mean, the old Carter. I got right. that old Carter. That's one thirty nine point six. Yeah, one thirty nine. I think, I think we blind. I think we blinded that right. We blinded that on yeah. my birthday. It was my birthday blind. And brought and by the way, first off, I would say there's no such thing as too higher proof. Right. I get what Keith is saying from Bainbridge. You can hide some defects. Yeah. And you can cover it up with cover proof. Cover it up. Yeah. But for me, I get way more flavor out of higher proof bourbon. And that's what I they say. They say you get more flavor out of the barrel, out of the barrel shrimp. Bro, and that old Carter is so floral and like, 
complex and like tasty. It tastes better. I mean, honestly, if I had to like put it up against anything in my room, mm-hmm. it's that. Yeah. Wow. I now, mean, people should try now, barrel strength first just to sure, try it to sure. see what kind of flavors you get out of it. Because, you know, like yeah. I, I got Hood Somalia said, truth is barrel proof. It's, it's a truth true story. Truth is barrel proof. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and by the way, I mean, I think everybody now is chasing proof, which mm-hmm. makes it harder for bourbons that may have a lower proof. So my follow-up question for you fellas oh, wow. is, is there, is there a such thing as too low of a proof? Yes. Now, we know Absolutely. that bourbon has to be at least 80 proof mm-hmm. to be called bourbon legally. Yeah. Correct. But what would you say is too low for bourbon? 80 proof. 80 proof. 80, proof, 80, 80, 80 to 85. And the only reason why I say that is because I enjoy two bourbons that are just north of 85. And, um, and they that's, are? yeah, that's the, the Old Bartons. Old Bartons is very good. And the um, Hancock. Hancock is exceptional. Hancock is exceptional. And it was a good movie, too. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say that Old Bartons is like 86. Yeah. Yeah. And Hancock is 88. The, the very old Bartons. Yeah, the very old Bartons. Yeah. 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 Yep. God. So yeah, but anything so, anything below that then is is not worth like, you know, um, you know, Basil Hayden has its, you know, has its market and has its following. Yeah. But it's not for your boy. I mean, early on that was one of the ones I, I drank, but now looking back on it, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't even buy that again. Nah, me and I mean that's I guess that shows just the progression. Sure. But I mean, we talked about this when we said we could probably pick out the lower proof bourbons mm-hmm. in a tasting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm not ninety a fan. you know, actually, I mean, to be to be real, that you know, ninety proof is where I wanna be usually. Ninety yeah. ninety, ninety two, ninety four, that's that's where I'm comfortable. Hundred is good, but ninety to ninety two, ninety four, that's I mean, that's my sweet spot. I would kind of be interested um, after you answer choice. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I would kind of be interested to see what the listeners say their comfortable proof is, where yeah. they're at, where what they would like to be. Right. If they shoot that to Instagram. I'd be I mean, for neat, that. for neat, for neat, yes, for neat. absolutely, yeah. for neat. Yeah. yeah, choice. Where are you at? Yeah, man. For me, y'all know I I I got into this thing where I don't want anything under a hundred proof. Like if it's under a hundred, wow. the the challenge with that is that it it. Excludes a bunch of really good bourbons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, elk, you know, yeah. I mean that Blantons. that knocks out lanterns. Oh, elk. Well, I see. I got an old elk um, weeded barrel proof oh. over here oh. from, from oh. my guy OC, OC, OC Bottle, Bottle Shop, Shops, dude. The, and that dude that he named after me, the People's Choice. Is that, that? dude, man? Mine, mine is on life support right you now. You know, I didn't even crack mine yet. What? And I almost brought it back with good. me. Good, good. I'm glad because mine's for, almost gone. So we can for the uninitiated. <laughs> I was. I had to go back up but, the way this weekend. Almost got caught in a hurricane. But, yeah. yeah. But that, but that hundred proof also knocks out my, you know, my gateway, you know, Eagle Rare. Yes. And so, and so that makes me say there is a such thing as too low. I agree with y'all. I mean, Basil Hayden, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, not, not that it's a bad product. I would say it. I would say it's got to be at least ninety proof. Like if you are below ninety proof, I'm not. I'm not messing with you. Mm. Have you had Hancock yet? And that's on everything. I haven't. I haven't cracked it. I think it's and the it's baby brother to Rock Hill Farm. 88.6. Something like that, right? 88.9. Yeah, it's like a damn radio station. 88.9. <laughs> bring, bring you the hot jams all night long. The R&B <laughs> to keep it moving when you want to get groovy. 88.9. Bro. 
Hancock. You missed a call and plug. You missed a plug, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. But see, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna round that up, man. I mean, eighty eight point nine. Round that. Round that up to ninety. Dude, but it's good. <laughs> he grading on the curve. Man, come on. It's good though. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's really, yeah, really good. That's dope. All right. So so the next question. I mean, this is this is probably one that is something that our technician um should be able to give a really good answer for. Okay. So see oh, I'm how, out on this see one. how I set you up. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But you you still in it, plug. No, your I man still is want out. you to answer. Mm. But but we talked about in the last episode, we talked about how you, you probably don't want to store your bourbon um, on its side, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't want the alcohol to eat through that cork. Right. However, you also don't want your your cork to dry out. So if you got bourbons on your shelf and you leave them there for five, six, seven years, right? The cork can get dry and then it breaks when you try to crack it. So the, the question is, should you actually turn your bourbon sideways every now and then just to keep the cork from drying out? And if so, how often should you do that? Well, um, I actually got a recommendation on that. And uh, they say, and I haven't done it, but they was like, like, you know, once every month, you should go through your bourbon stash and do that. And they, they were saying that you should just shake it up. Like, you know, you kind of shake it up, get the cork wet, and then put it back how it was whenever you got it out your your, your stash. Once a month? So just shake month. up the bottle? Shake up then... the bottle, get the cork just a little bit wet. You know what I'm saying? Like just... a shake weight? Work in biceps. George, you're stupid. But yeah. <laughs> Y'all dumb. I'm sorry, man. We're actually seeing that infomercial the in our head. That he, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I went with it. <laughs> but, but not so much that. So just, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm done. So, so <laughs> turn the bottle upside down with the cork in it. Like, shake it a little. Anyway, this like that. So yeah, just get the court a little moist and then put it back the way it was. Yeah, so it doesn't w- once a month. Once a month, like go through your like wow. uh, you know. So basically, what you know, what you can do if you have like you know my bourbon cabinet, I have three shelves. Wow. So you kind of have like shameless stunt. So you, you know you can kind of go through like you know first of the month I'm doing this. The second week of the month I'm doing my second shelf. Third week of the month I'm doing my third shelf. So you kind of can rotate like that. Dang. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so let me all right, follow up question for the plug. So the recommendation from the technician, the silverback, yeah. is that you turn your bottles upside down and shake them like a Polaroid. He picture. said I shake weight them. Uh <laughs> once a month. Yeah. Have you ever gone through your collection and done that? No. Never. I've gone through my collection <laughs> okay. and drank bottles. That's it. That's all I do. The whole shake weight <laughs> okay. thing is lost on me. And I don't even know if that's gonna damage my stuff because, you know, it's sitting there. But I'm like, all I ever saw was just keep it out of sunlight and your bottles will last forever. You know what I mean? But yo, shake, shake weight? Nah. So so pro tip, definitely don't want your bottles to be in direct sunlight. Correct. Right? Yeah. So we don't we don't want that. I don't know but about I the do shake weight initiative. The <laughs> but but I but I do agree that you pro- I mean, you know, you you can dry these corks out. And so our guy Keith um Keith Barnes from Bainbridge, he would probably be a really good person to answer this question because he has all these Vintage you know bottles. archaic antique bottles. Yeah, right. 
you know, from the 40s and 50s where the cork probably there's a good chance that, you know, a lot of the cork is actually inside the juice. So well, you know, it was, you know, he gave us one that had the cork floating inside so, the bottle. So for the people, for the people, <laughs> we, we'll, send a, we'll send an email to Keith and be like, yo, should you occasionally put her on your bottles? <laughs> <laughs> should, should you occasionally shake up your bottles? And that's not a joke about, you know, domestic, you know, Please anything, don't do you know that. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But do not. You no, know, no, no. The whole shake weight no. thing on the bottle killed me, though. So, I you know I've always heard that you should do it two to three times a year. So to really you say once a month, yeah, that would be a lot for me. And for the record, and you got I a lot of bottles. Never, I've never done that to any of my bottles. Yeah, I've me never either. Turned any of them. Me either. Me either. Me either. So is that something we need to start doing? Maybe. Hell I mean, no. Well, I mean, you know, my you know my stash is fairly new. So you know what I mean. Like I don't. You know, I haven't really. You know, being Don't collected. front like you ain't got a lot of bottles, B. I'm, I'm not. Nah, I'm going I'm to put this picture up on nah, Instagram. I'm going to show people this cabinet. Hey man, don't do that. Don't do that. But, See, um, you know. back caving it. <laughs> but, but you know what? That would be good to get the kids involved. So that that'll, we, I'm going to add that to my kids' chore list. Right? <laughs> Take out the trash, wash the dishes, go in there and turn my they bottles They about to get some money on that credit card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So we got that, yep. right? And I think I think that'll help some people. Now, we've, we've talked about <clears throat> on this show – Bottom shelf beauties. Now, I like this question. Two things. I like it. Two, two, two things. Can one of you define what a bottom shelf beauty is? Right, our girl uh, Miss Social Ego talked about that. Miss Andrea Metherweather, shout out yeah. to her. She was dope. But define what that actually means, and then you know, is it ever acceptable to give a bottom shelf beauty as a gift? I think I can attempt it, to define what it means. I think yeah. you know what it means. I mean, I you, mean could, you talk to me. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. go you go in the packy or the liquor store, the ABC or whatever, and it's always those ones that are literally on the bottom shelf in your mm-hmm. liquor store. Mm-hmm. And it might be like you know a sleeper pick, second right. ra- second round draft choice might give you some points off the bench, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it could be a joint like you've seen, like we talk about them a lot. Sometimes I'm I'm going to give you my pick in a moment, so I'm not going to disclose it right now. But it is one of those ones that's down there. You might. See it every now and then. I mm-hmm. think it's good. Then pick it up. It's like less than twenty bucks, maybe yep. twenty five. Yeah, but, but it's but it's a little hammer in its own right. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. So right. I think, and I would say it is acceptable to give it as a gift. Of course, if somebody's never had it, never tried it, you'd be like, "Yo, check this out." It could open their eyes to bourbon. Especially um, if you're going to give it to a gift, you're going to give it, um, give a gift like that to a person that understands bourbon, because right. a lot of people. You know, you know, price all you you know, you and spend twenty five dollars on this bottle, but mm-hmm. but if it's a good bourbon, it doesn't matter what the cost is. That's right. You know, and you know, I, I would say sometimes you know the the bottom shelf uh, beauties, you know, they don't have like corks. <laughs> a lot of them are screw tops. Screw tops. You know what I'm saying? So, but but they're good <laughs> right. bottles. You know what I'm saying? They're they're good stuff. So like you know, I yeah. want to put early times in that in that category. Mm. Um, you know, it's hundred proof. It's a good bottle. Um, bottle and bond. I want to say our um, uh, Satirac bottom not too long ago. Yep. Yep. And so, um, but it's, and it's it's a screw top. It's a screw just, top. I, yep. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, it's a screw I just top. pulled it off my wall. Yeah. I would put the I would put the Evan Williams bottle and bond <clears throat> in that joint too. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. So I mean, you know, saying so. I mean, you know, that's a good bourbon. Um, and if you were to get it, and you know, it's a John Daly. And um and uh but it's good. But I think a bourbon uh, person nerd would enjoy that bottle and they know that early times is a good bottle. And one I like saying a lot because I like the name, Fighting Cock. 
would be another one of those <laughs> joints you see on the bottom shelf. Fighting, uh, fighting cock is another one. Yeah. Despite the dope and, name, yes, yeah. a Heaven Hill Heaven, product. Heaven Hill product. Heaven Hills Distillery, yes. Mm-hmm. And and you know what, Silverback, you I think you hit the nail on the head because you said you got to give it as a gift to someone who understands bourbon. Correct. Right? Correct. Be- because the, the the problem is if you give a bottom shelf beauty to somebody who may be new to bourbon or may not understand it, mm-hmm. then first thing they're going to do is Google it and see, oh, let me see how much Bill spent. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 And then yeah. they see that that, that fighting cock costs nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Like, oh man, Bill, a cheapskate. But cheapskate, you know what's funny right. though? Exactly. You know what's funny though? Like, so so there's a dude around my way from where I just left from. When I'd always bring a bourbon to his house, he'd be like, yo, so what's the story? He would always, see, I already had him built to understand that there was a story, uh, story that came with the bourbon I brought. I like it. So when I'd bring him a bottle or bring a bottle to his house, he'd be like, so what's the story? Mm. And everybody would quiet down and I would explain to them <laughs> You'd have the an audio, did you? Bruh. Bruh. I would get up. You know what I'm saying? Coming to you now. I'm about to tell you, know, you about the story. Ricky, well, you know, he's a, you know, he's a certified bourbon steward now. means so, nothing. You know, it's just a piece saying? of paper until you rock with it. You know what I mean? CBS. CBS. Petty Tendergrass. Now, now, if it's okay to give a bottom shelf beauty as a gift, what would be your go-to? What would be a bottom shelf beauty that you would feel comfortable giving to somebody and not really necessarily worry about them being concerned about the price or any anything? Heaven mm. Hill Green Label six year. Mm. Mm. Okay, and why? Why that? Because it's dope, <laughs> and once they taste it, they're not going to believe yeah. it is what a it costs. Bourbon, dude. And it's, it's a six year old bourbon. It's a six year old bourbon. So, yeah. so you know, you know, choice. You know, you didn't. I mean, you didn't get this bottle because I didn't see you when I first met you. But when I first met you, you know, you invited me to your birthday party, right? So yeah. I had a bottle of um, a Buffalo Trace for you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but I never saw you. Seven year bourbon. I never wait, saw. Wait, wait, wait. You never saw me at my birthday party. No, no, I never saw you after that. Like I didn't see you for like oh. for a year. You know, I was like, like this dude, just like I just never saw him after that. So oh. I but, drank. But it. you didn't realize then he was jet set. You drank it. Yeah, I drank. Yeah, I drank. Oh, yeah. so but that's that the best really way to do it. Because yeah. if that was a gift, you would have found a way to get that to me. No, Come I, on, no, 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 I never, I never saw you guys. I, I, I mean, when they, you know, next time I see you, I was gonna give it to you. So <laughs> that's you, a trash story. <laughs> so you were saying, so you were saying a bottom shelf. I mean, Buffalo Traces is one of those, I think. Because a, because a lot of times, you know, yeah. you can find it for like twenty five bucks. Yeah, if you can find, bro. It. Right. But I think that's a very good bottom shelf or inexpensive bourbon. You can get some, you know, to, you know, to, to seven, someone seven year. And it's ninety proof, and yeah. it's yeah, seven year joint, and it's good, yeah, and it's, it's good. awesome. Yeah, 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 you can't you can't beat that. You cannot beat that bourbon. You know what I mean? It's really great. Yes, sir. So, Silverback, I gotta agree with you. I would say if you're gonna give out a bottom shelf beauty gift, you can't go wrong with Buffalo Trace. In Can fact, I, go wrong? I would be hyped to get a Buffalo Trace as a gift, even though it's twenty five dollars. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah but depending upon where they're it. at, like people wouldn't know that's $25. Because I know a guy, like a guy I knew from back in the days in the military, he told me he can't find Buffalo Trace where he's at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, we might be able to plug Crazy. you in, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. So, I guess we could round that out and say you it's, it's great to give a bottom shelf beauty, especially if it's allocated or hard to find. You can't go wrong. Right. right. Correct. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Facts. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's say we got we got listeners on the on the on the horn who are planning a trip to Kentucky and they only have time to visit one distillery. Which one do you go to? First off, I tell them plan better. 
That's what I would tell them. Make better plans. Wow, that's you know, I read that question, you know, just before we got on, and that's a very interesting I was kind of mad about this question. Yeah, though. because it's like, you know, what is their I mean, what is their agenda? Like, you know, is there are, are they looking to have a good time? Do you want to hate yourself when you leave Kentucky? <laughs> Not a good time. <laughs> if do, do they want to have a good time or they just want to go through the whole dog and pony show? Let's, like still all right, let me all right, let me clarify then, because you asked a clarifying question. Yeah, I'm gonna for clarify. Real. Yeah. So let's say they are it's their first time in Kentucky. It would be their first bourbon distillery tour ever. Where should they go to understand, hear the story, and get mm. a really good idea for how that operation works? Wow. So I would I would say I would say Buffalo Trace. I, I think yeah. I think they did you know I think they do a very nice job. Um, you know, taking you know you you know you know the journey of bourbon. They give that, you know, that little movie presentation at the beginning. They walk you through the Rick House and they give you some, you know, nice samples in the gift shop. Um, but I, you know, but, you know, again, if you want to have a good time, you need to go to one of the smaller distilleries. You know what I mean? Because craft. the crafts guys. You know, I'm, I'm going to disagree with Bill yeah, completely. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think, I think think the craft guys. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> Buffalo Trace Distillery. <laughs> what I say? You said yeah. Buffalo Trace I don't know if that's the same, but I mean, dog, come on. <laughs> keep it, keep wow. it 100. No, I'm just wow. saying. No, I agree with Bill. Buffalo 100%. Trace Distillery. Yeah, I agree with him 100%. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So go to Buffalo Trace. Yeah, go to Buffalo yeah. Trace. Shameless. Selfish, selfish and shameless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm going to agree. And I felt like when I, when we, when we kind of wrote this question, I figured we would all say Buffalo Trace. And, and one of the things I liked about Buffalo Trace is that I feel like they gave us more than just, 51% corn, and here's how ours is different, right. and blah, right. blah, blah. Like, right. uh, dude, our tour guide, the last trip we took, she was amazing. I can't, amazing. I can never remember her name, but she was, she has so much personality. Right. I mean, she was really good. And yeah. I guess it, um, I mean, because we met Freddie in the parking lot, that kind of sealed the deal for me. Yeah, like, right. At that I mean, point, but, I was you know, like, it, yeah, it but, was, you know, maybe the people, you know, if they just go in there, you know, they may not know who Freddie is. It then why are you even in Kentucky? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's also, but it's but also think, really cool. Like a lot of a lot of bourbon nerds are chasing after these allocated bottles at, yeah, at Buffalo Trace too. Yeah, so it's sure. cool to go in there and see where it's made. To go in mm-hmm. that Blanton's room and see all the Blantons, but you can't find it anywhere. Right. right. I think you know they go through the whole thing. You know, you know the except at Delvin's bourbon room. Yeah. <laughs> the Rick House. The you know you know the bottling line. They show you where Blanton's is stored. You know, it's just yeah. a very good tour. Um, and most of the, you know you know I've I've done a tour twice and. Both times I had really good, you know, really good tour guides. And I think that's a very good, you know, for the introductory people that, that want to go and, and figure out what bourbon is. And they do a, I mean, they do a really good job. And it's free 99. So, you free know. Is that tour dog. free? I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, that tour was free. Free 99, Free bro. 99. Yeah. Because so. we got sample. I mean, we got we got some of that Wheatley vodka, which I wasn't crazy <laughs> about. But nah. we got the bourbon cream. Nah. We we got got that was, you know, Eagle all the tours. Yeah, all the tours we did that that weekend, that was one of the free ones. And that was actually the first time we got to try to blind those, you know what I mean? Sure. Just taste them like, well, that yeah. was incredible. Yeah, try to figure out what, you know, was Buffalo Trace. Yeah, what was, was the Eagle, Eagle Rare? Rare? Yeah. Yo. Come on. And man. and real talk, I mean, a lot of a lot of our listeners probably think they can go to Buffalo Trace and buy Weller or no, buy you Blanton's. You, you cannot. However, they do. You, 
Buffalo Trace is on the shelf at the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy Buffalo Trace bourbon in the gift shop pretty much as much as you want, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why you so why, little, little knowledge or not, you know, quiet as it's kept. I saw a documentary where you can get it if you really want to hustle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you really so, want to hustle. You really want to hustle. You can't get it. Quiet as it's kept. Yeah, if you don't care about labels or anything. You don't care about never voting again. Yeah, you can get it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, never yeah. voting again. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So all right. So let's let's segue for a second. So let's say your best friend only likes cognac. Right. And we all have that best friend. Right? Yes. Drinking that, yak. Drinking that yak. And you've been trying to get him or her into bourbon, trying to get them to try bourbon. So what would you recommend for that cognac drinker in the bourbon space as a starter to get them as a segue to, to getting on our side? Mm. You know, I haven't I haven't had it yet, but I've heard about it. Um, the Balvenie. And like rum cast might mm. be something that would introduce them to like the aging in a different aspect mm. and bring them over. Mm. I'm not sure if um, there's any bourbons out there aged in cognac barrels. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't the Balvany, isn't that a scotch? It, it is. is a scotch. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. But if they're okay. making a transition, I mean, you're trying to get them off of like, um, I think cognac is a French, is it like a French yeah, wine? Yeah, it's made from grapes, right? It's made from yeah. grace and the French oak stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different process. So, I mean, it might be a slow introduction in a reverse aspect mm-hmm. to bring them back to it. I mean, because bourbon, like right off the rip, is going to be harsh for them. Right. You know I mean, just, yeah. the, just the flavor, so you, the proof, you know, all that. So you want to go with something really, really sweet. Really sweet and smooth mm-hmm. kind of to bring them across to yeah. like that proof they're going to get and then sure. the different flavor aspect. Yeah. So um, this was a very hard question for me because I've never really had cognac, so I don't really know what. And you never seen the color purple. You and never, you never had Hennessy, dog. You never had Hennessy. We're gonna have to pause for station identification to check yeah, some credentials, dude. and we'll be right back after the break. Yeah. <laughs> my man, my man's never seen the color purple. Yeah, and he's never, never had cognac. Had Hennessy. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Humble. Did you really yeah, go I to college? Yeah, I did, but I don't remember. I mean, if I did, I don't remember having it. You know, it was something that was given to me, and I don't know what it was. You know what well, I mean? Okay. Like, if, I can't, you, if you got blackout drunk, I can accept that. But if yeah. you say you never had cognac. How about this? How about I, I, I haven't consciously had it. How okay, you that? never willingly knew you had <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I never really knew I had okay. it. Yeah, yeah. He probably had some Remy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So anyway, um... You know, so I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm gathering this sweet, no, right? Who are you, dog? I know, right? Man, I know. Bro, I grew up on the side of the I'm gonna tell my mama to call your mama. We got to talk <laughs> straight up. All right, so all right. Did you have an answer though? Well, I mean, I would say if you know, if it's if it's you know, if if the profile is sweet and uh, smooth, I would you know, I would you know, you know, you know, to I go to uh, you know with the angels envy rye. And the uh, rum and the rum cash, I think that's a great call. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that would do it. Yeah, I think that would do it. You know, because it's it's really sweet, it's really soft. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get a little small thing of cognac for Bill, and he's gonna have to taste it. And he's like, no, that won't work. Oh, really? Yeah, you won't. I don't think you're gonna like it, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna like it. I don't think. I don't but think I mean, like I don't. It. I mean, but I was thinking like, what they're gonna like, you know? What yeah, I'm like, like like they're okay. yeah. you know their palate is gonna be you know you know the. The sweeter stuff, the yeah. you know the you know the syrup type stuff. So I'm thinking like Scissor. right, and, and like I said, man, that that uh, that angels envy ride, man, was yeah, that was, was 
that was dope. It was, was dope. Fire. And it's really, it's really, really sweet and soft on the palate. So. So I think there are a lot, I mean, to, to Anthony's point, you know, with the Balvini, there are a lot of bourbons, I think, that are aged in cognac barrels. Okay. Um, and probably the one that's most prominent in my thought process is the Blood Oath Pack 6. Pack, pack 6, I was just about to say that. Right? Yep. So mm-hmm. you had that, Bill. I've had it. With, yeah. with At Mike Lacey, I think, At right? Mike Lacey, yeah. But I don't think they, I don't so, think they so liked what did the way you think it played. No, nah, I didn't. That, <laughs> that dog didn't hunt. That dog did not hunt. We did not <laughs> enjoy it. We was like, because the funny thing is, you know, he had just got a new job, right? So he bought this bottle. He went to the ABC store. That's like, hey, do you have any allocated stuff? They said, oh, yeah, we have this. So he bought it on a Humble, never had it. And he bought it. He was like, he's all excited about getting it. You know, it comes in like a box and everything. So one night we were saying, hey, man, you know what? You know, going to open up. And we both, and, and we locked eyes. We were like, <laughs> this is not <laughs> like this is not very good, and so um, you know I don't know if he had it later if it's you know been better since he's opened it up, but that night I was kind of like felt, felt felt a little sorry for him like oh he spent a, what one thirty for that bottle and um, it wasn't that wow. good. Yeah, and cognac has a has a lower proof too. So you probably I don't know what that blood oath proof is, but like yeah. if you're a, if you're a cognac drinker. And you go to a bourbon, even if it's finished in cognac cast, and it's a high proof, you're probably not going to like it the way you like cognac. It's going to blow your chest open. Yeah. Now, yeah. W- now, one that I heard that's pretty, pretty, um, has gotten some really good reviews is the uh, the Bell Mead. So Bell Mead, Ooh. you know, oh. out of Tennessee, we okay. like them. Mm-hmm. We like their flagship, right? Their Sour Mash. Mm-hmm. Probably my second they favorite also, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, exactly. What's your first? <laughs> Uncle Nearest, B. Oh, come on, uh, rock, okay. with, your, rock okay. with your boy. I got a nice crossover cross step back. I, I thought I was going to say like Bib and Tucker. You know, that was, you know, I thought I'd turn you on a Bib. Uh, oh, was B and T from Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's number three. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Delvin, go ahead, B. Yeah, no, 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 it's all good. But this this Bell Mead is is finished in exo cognac casks, really? and it's only ninety point four proof. So I think for a bourbon drink, a, a cognac drinker who's trying to get into bourbon, that might be a great introduction. I would try that. I like Bell Mead. Oh, I like Bellmead. I'm a fan. I uh, me too. I'm the guy clapping me in the too. stands, third row behind the team. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. me. I'm Bellmead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm Bell good with Bellmead. Yeah. All right. Couple of more questions. All right. So, first one Is it acceptable to make an old fashioned with anything other than one big cube of ice? Can I make that joint with crushed ice? Can I put a bunch of ice in it? Is that acceptable? Uh, negative. That's a no. That's a no. I'm going to say your mama should have beat you. No, and actually, if you want to take it a step further, you need to have a, a, a clear cube of ice. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Science guy. Yeah, some, some, uh, some clear ice. You want to make it so, really nice. Wow. So I think we have consensus on that. No, it's not acceptable. No, it's definitely not and, acceptable, bro. And for me, when I'm out, and and I want to order an old fashioned. My my litmus test for the server or the bartender is I say how much ice do you use? Right. And if they say one cube, I order it. If You're they right. say what do you mean? I don't order. I don't it. order it. Oh no. Pro pro tip. I order it, <laughs> yeah. and then depending upon how they bring it, you send it's it back. The, their tip. It's their tip. Oh wow. Yeah, dog. Wow. I'm, I'm I'm not grading on a curve. Wow. You so I you know from uh, talking to Miss Social Eco. I'm never going to get an old fashioned out without rye bourbon. Oh, they always ask me, "What do you want?" Yeah. And I tell them rye. Yeah, now rye. They, they do get. Yeah, that's pro tip for them when they say, yeah. "What do you What do you want it made with?" Right. You right, know right. what I mean. And if they ask me what rye, 
right. then I know right. it's right. game on. Yeah. yeah. You know what right. I mean? So, yeah. That, that's a good point. So, uh, yeah. so you, know, and, you know, at home, I'm going to dabble. I'm going to dibble. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to make it how, you know. Right. I'm going to mess around. But, but we've been we've been schooled in how it should I'm be made. Out, it's yeah. going to be raw. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. That's a, that's a great point. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Because right. if mama call him Clay, I'm going to call him Clay. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, mama name him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ain't never met Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Right. <laughs> so, so, all right. You guys stranded Uh-oh. on a desert island. I like this right? one. And you can only take one bottle of bourbon with you. Stranded on an island, only one bottle of bourbon. What are you bringing? Yo, I had a question, though. I'm, when I read this, I was like, is this an infinity bottle, though? Is it, I mean, like, is it going <laughs> to keep refilling because it's the one bottle or it's just the one bottle and it's a wrap? Well, you're not going to be stranded for the rest of your life. You like more like Tom mm. Hanks and Castaway. Castaway. They, okay. they come in to get you at some point. One bottle. Wow. And so, so this is a want- bottle that we have in our stash, right? It's a bottle that maybe you've tasted at a bar, but you saying, I've had this. I'm taking this bottle with me on this deserted island. Well, because I'm going to have to pace myself. I'm going to have to take a stag junior. Mm, that's I mean, a good one. That's mm. a heavy enough proof that's going to last me mm. for a minute. That's you a good know what one. I mean? Mm. But ain't that's no ice on that island now. And I, I don't need it. And the porn's <laughs> going to be fine. I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it. I'm um, going to chill. Yes. Oh, that's For me, it's the Stag JR. So, stag Junior. Okay. Any yes, particular batch, or is that too technical? It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't really matter. I think all their batches are really nice and, you know, around the barrel area where we like to get the flavor in the food. You know what I mean? So it'll True. be a stag True. for me. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm. Silverback. What'd you ah, dang it. Fumble Ruski. So, um, yeah, exactly. Um, mm, one bottle, stranded on a desert island. I got to take one bottle, right? One bottle. Uno botella. Uno botella. Okay, so mm, I think I'm going to go with the Master's Keep. Wow. Master's Keep? Master's he Keep. Ain't never drinking Wowza. that. Yeah, dude. Master's Keep. I'm Salt a, water going to kill him. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on, a, so I'm on this island. And I'm for the record, we're talking about the 17 year 17 year old bottle and bond. Bottle and bond, 17 year. Yeah. Good call. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good pull. And, and by the way, I'm just curious do you have any of that left? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, you, I mean, you, you know, we. You, you don't, Delvin? I'm, I'm getting low, bro. I'm getting what? Low. Well, hopefully. If it, if, um, if, hopefully. If it, if it, if it, if it was a tank of gas, I wouldn't make it very far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, um, you know, we're going to have another one coming. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm down. Ooh, next right. question. <laughs> Yo. Here. What you taking on the island, bro? Yeah, I, I want to know. And I gave this a lot of thought because I got some bottles in here. The bourbon yeah, room is a lot of bottles, bottles, bro. Yeah. yeah. He just pisses the, me off. But the the one bottle that I'm taking though to that deserted island where I'm stranded, I'm taking the the TSR Hill Rock joint. Dude. Really? Uh, I'm taking I'm oh man I'm taking yeah. the Hill Rock double cask ride TSR. Yeah, it's that's got, a good- bro. It's got everything I, I couldn't need. taste that though. And I don't and I don't drink this very often. But remember, it's. It's fifty nine point seven five percent alcohol by volume. I don't know what that trans. What is that? One hundred and eighteen something proof. One hundred fourteen. Oh, is it yours? Is fifty eight? I think it says fifty nine point seven five. My vision sucks. 
So I think it's 118 something, right? 119 yeah. proof? Yeah, 119.4. So it's got the proof and and you know it's got the flavor. Yo, I mean, but it the is, thing is, how are you going to paste that though? How are you going to paste it? Cuz I'm cuz I'm cuz I'm pasting it in real life here at my bourbon room. But Bro. the the flavor, dude, this is this joint to me would be my my dessert my poor, it would be everything all rolled into that one. That joint gonna be food because you're on a desert island, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I love this Hill Rock, dude. I got, I got to get me another one because I'm getting low. You only so, have the one dog. Come on, man. Oh, you got two? You got multiples? Um, I think they still got it. Which I think, I think the price point knocks a lot of people out of the out of the market on that because they should have been sold out on that one straight yeah, up. I guess the price point was that's probably people, one of their best bottles I don't in think the people entire. Know how, I don't think people know how good it is, man. Bro, we've been caping for it for like two years now. Ever yeah, since but, we started the podcast, right? Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? I'm before we even knew these guys, we were caping for this bottle. What's the adage? You can lead a horse to water, but yeah, leave it. Can, It'll be more for can, us. It'll be you more can lead them, You can lead them to Hill Rock, right? You can lead you them to bourbon, but they might not drink it. I don't. Right. Hey, listen. It's fire. And, and, and this, is, this is, you know, one of the last questions I want to get to because a lot of times as I'm, as I'm in my bourbon journey, mm-hmm. one of the questions that I often ask myself is, am I going to get bored with bourbon at some point? Because remember, there was this there was right. this blackout period with bourbon yeah. where nobody was checking for bourbon. People were drinking vodka and tequila and all right. this stuff. Right. And Cocktails. at some point, are we going to get bored with bourbon? And 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 if we do, what is the natural progression? What is the next progression for a bourbon drinker? Is it can scotch? I, can I can I get is this it one first? rum? Yeah, you can talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me, plug. I'm gonna get this one first because the silverback had a look on his face like he wanted some time to think about this, <laughs> and I have an answer right on the tip of my tongue because talk to me. Is, this is something I was struggling with this weekend, as you might yes. <sighs> so if people looked at my Instagram, I posted a photo um, this weekend of a barrel burning, and it was a barrel burning. It was a series of photos, and I put a caption under it talking about you know tequila does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the natural progression would go a few ways. You know, the barrels come from bourbon, go to scotch, they age there, right? Rum is doing some things, but I found that tequila actually ages their stuff in American white oak as well. And they char the barrels. So So this is a new American white white oak? Yeah. So the reposados are aged in charred new American white oak for 11 months. And they talked about the vanilla flavors and how creamy it is and everything like that. And it got my mind to thinking, like, what would it be like mm-hmm. to taste those and explore those a little bit? So I think once you get into bourbon, it kind of opens you up to a oh, lot of different avenues, right? right Experimentation. And, and, and if I can clarify, you are saying that the next frontier for a bourbon drinker is tequila? No, I'm saying the next frontier is out there and which avenue you ever choose to explore <laughs> is going to be dope because you so started down that road. No, for me, for me, no, for me, for me, for me, for me, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to shoot that arrow B for me, the reposado and the tequila vein. I'm going to check them out. Word. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the plug is matriculating to, to tequila. tequila. All yeah. right. Boy, it's going to be hablando espanol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, um, I'm going to say this first, though. So, you know, um, you know, you said about getting bored with with bourbon, right? Yeah. You know, until you get a CYPB, 
and you and you get grape on the nose. <laughs> Do you get the OKI? The you know, um, I'm sorry, the uh, TSR OKI. You know, it gets sweet in the middle and the end. You know, like it's it's different. You know, expressions and different stuff that, and I haven't experienced it all up. So, it, but if I get beyond all that, right. I'm going to. I'm probably going to say scotch. I'm going to say scotch. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say scotch because you know I was. I went down, you know, to your spot down in South Carolina, and I got it, you know, in the conversation with one of the guys that worked there, and he was telling me, "Oh, have you tried this scotch?" Have you tried? And I was thinking to myself, "No, I haven't." But that's something I kind, you know, I kind of want to, you know, get into. And he was okay. You know, this is a, you know, a twelve year, forty dollar bottle. Ooh, I'm like wow, twelve years and it's forty dollars. Forty you know, dollars, but it's Ireland. Bucks. Right. I mean, or Scotland, I'm sorry. Scotland, Scotland. Well, no, don't start yeah, a war. 12 years don't is not 12 years in Kentucky. You know? Right, right, right. It, right. It doesn't, you know, right. It doesn't, it different doesn't air, age. different flow. And it doesn't age as much as it does in Kentucky. But I'm thinking to myself, that's 12 years and it's 40 bucks. I'm like, you know, one of these days, you know, if I had extra cash, I probably would have bought that bottle that day. But I'm like, mm, I came in here for one thing and I, you know, and I want that one thing. <laughs> and <Right>. um, <laughs> so, but I think eventually I'm going to try to get into some scotch, especially the ones that are, that are aged in like, you know, rum cast, you know, all, you know, all of the different expressions. So I'm going to, I'm going to try. I think the natural progression for a bourbon drinker is to get into scotch. And I think. Um, traditionally, it's the other way around. I think a lot of Scotch green drinkers go to bourbon, but I think I'm gonna go the other way around. What about and you, you know Joyce? Well, it's funny that that the Silverback says the natural progression because I I feel like we have brought some Scotch drinkers into bourbon. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I know so, a couple. You know, yeah, my my guy Bali GK who listens to our podcast every week. I can't wait to meet that dude. Me either, dude. Next month, my, man, my, boy. My, my college roommate who who knows the story of why I do not drink tequila. By the way, so yeah, you know, and I can't wait to hear it because I met one of your college roommates and my man. Shout out to Boyd on the Run, good yes, people. Boyd on the Run, yeah. the, the Three Eyed Raven. So <laughs> so. I, I he was a hardcore Scotch guy, and and I was I've been trying to get him in the bourbon for years, and he's always been about Scotch, and now he is a bigger bourbon guy than I am. Like really? the guy wow. goes crazy for bourbon. Nice. You know, wow. Silverback. You and I, we have a golf buddy, uh, yeah. an older guy who's all about Scotch, but now oh, he's yeah. all about bourbon. Right? Is he really? He's all about bourbon, dude. But you know the funny Steven thing B is, is all about bourbon. All about bourbon. The funny well, not, thing is, he still loves scotch, though. But he he's on bourbon, and he was what? you know he was he was resisting for so long, and so because I of came podcast. Because, because of this podcast. podcast, because I've been bringing it to the golf course, <laughs> <laughs> putting <laughs> it in the bag. His rounds. <laughs> but it's funny. I came to bourbon because I was trying to force scotch because you know. Mm. I wanted that grown man drink that I could be out and I could order something from the bar. And right. this before I discovered old fashions and the natural thing was, oh, let me order a scotch. Because that wanted to like seem it. like the yeah. thing to do. But yeah. I hate it. Like, I, I hated it. And then mm. when, when I found bourbon, that just opened up just a, it was the same thing. It was a, it was a drink that I could order at a bar, but it tasted so much better to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So but I guess I the, think, the thing oh, is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, plug. No, I'm just saying. I think the thing is the expansion, though. So, I mean, when we got into bourbon, we were trying to figure this out, and wherever it takes each of us individually is going to be a good spot because then Word. we can bring that back to the group and we can, you know, taste together, mm-hmm. give our opinions together, mm-hmm. 
agree or disagree together. Yep. And then when we put that out to the people who listen, yep. I mean, I mean, it'll oh, I it'll branch out. You know what I'm Word. saying? So it's like it'll still grow. Here's what I say. I'm, here's what I'm saying in the zeitgeist, though, with the, the, the bourbon zeitgeist, if you the will. Zeitgeist. Um, he always drops at least I tell one you word what, boy, you per know, show. I mean, you know you this know. dude matriculated at yeah, JMU. All time yardage rushing leader at JMU. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what I'm seeing right now through Instagram and all the bourbon nerds. It's rum, man. You think so? Bourbon drinkers are. I mean. High end rum now is becoming like that thing. Like Fred well, Minnick talks about rums, hey. and I I think really? that's the next frontier. Yeah, man. Well, so, you know, so, if we if we need a plug, yeah. my foot is roughly deep in the Caribbean waters. So what's the so what's the epicenter <laughs> of rum? I mean, is is it Puerto Rico or is it or is it just the Caribbean in general? Or where I mean, where's rum? Like? Hey, bro, bite your tongue, dog. We'll talk offline about how we're gonna take over the world. Okay. All right. I think it's just, Caribbean, but you know, Puerto Caribbean, Rico. Puerto Rico. But most mostly the Caribbean. Okay. Um, okay. But I I do think that I hear people talking about rum and you know, you can age rum. I mean, all the things that we geek out about with bourbon, yep. there that there's a market that exists for that in rum. But huh. I, I it hasn't really caught fire like I even posed a question to someone has. one time if you could age rum in a bourbon barrel. Oh, yeah. so the opposite way. Yeah, why not? Uh, well, I, yeah. Yo, why not? yo, the greatest inventions. Like, who was sitting around in the dark talking about maybe we need a light bulb, B? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Silverback, you had a bonus question that you wanted to drop. Bonus question. Bonus question, because when I was reading over these things earlier, so similar to your question about the deserted island, right? And it's very similar, but it's different. It's about your stash, right? It's about yeah. your stash that you have physical representation of the bottle. Right? I like you this. You have this. <laughs> I like it. So your house is on fire, Uh-oh. right? Oh, snap. Oh, the, yeah. the kids, the family, the wifey, everybody's safe, oh, right? Okay. 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 You're the last person out of the house because you got everybody else, you know, else out, you know, out of the house. <laughs> on the way out of the house, you tend to go buy your bourbon collection. Yes. Which bottle are you grabbing? <laughs> <laughs> I love this question. On the, on the way out of the house... Everybody's safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your glove, I mean, your mm. your golf clubs are in your truck, so that's mm. not, I mean, that's not, you know. On the Yo, way out of I, the, the exit, you see your bourbon stash, you're like, oh. I don't even want to answer this because I'm show how shallow I am. <laughs> I got, I got, no, no. You only grab one, though. You know what I'm saying? On the way out, you know. On the that's, way not, out the, that's not the way any of this works, William. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know, I know what I'm going to grab, but for the record, I have two hands. But I know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know the one that I'm gonna grab, and I'm I'm grabbing that CYPB man for for two reasons. Number one, I loved it, and number two, never seen it in the wild except for that one time. And I I don't I'm not counting on catching lightning in the bottle twice. Wow. The, the, the Hill Rock I can buy another one on TRSR's website because because nobody's caught on to it yet. Mm-hmm. Man, look, the CYPB I can't replace. Mm. I'm mad about this question. I like it. I'm mad. I like about it. This I'm just saying. I'm just you know. I'm just saying. Like you know. I'm gonna try to answer this question as honestly as possible. Honestly as possible. I know this answer won't be accepted. Mm. However, okay. If the house is on fire, house is on fire. The <laughs> wife and kids are outside. Everybody's safe. We got the dog. The dogs is out. The cats. Soxy's outside. Yep. That's my dog. Club name, by the way. The yeah. club. Uh, the clubs are in the car. The clubs in the car. 
Now, you ever run at your kids and give them like a bear hug? You know, you bear hug? Yes, sir. You bear hug the wife? Yes, sir. So if I'm running by my bourbon shelf, yeah. I'm bear hugging the top shelf. I got a few bottles <laughs> up there. I might drop a few. I'm saying Buffalo Trace is all on my top shelf. I got my Wellers up there. I got my Blantons up there. Some E.H. Taylors. That's bro. not the question, bro. You can only take one. Answer the okay. damn question. I know, right? He always tried to, you know. Yeah, man. Make, make the question different. Damn, y'all killing me, bro. I, I'm I'm really might tear up over this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Silverback, Silverback, give I me get, your answer while he's waiting. While he's yeah, so grab one. Yeah, only grab one. So you know, like in 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 all of my collection, right? You know, you know, I you know, you guys know this. I open all my bottles, right? I get a bottle, I taste it. There's one bottle in my collection I haven't tasted yet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? You're on, the, you're on the Devin Joyce bottle plan. Yes, sir. It's one bottle, and I was saving for a special occasion. It was going to be my 50th. We was going to do a trip, but, you know. Oh, the oh, single wait. barrel. I think I, I think I know what yeah. this is. E.H. Taylor single barrel. Single barrel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're grabbing that. that I'm makes grabbing sense. it. Just because I haven't tasted it yet. Okay. In that right, regard, right. I yeah. guess I will follow suit and I grab the Mictors 10. Because I haven't opened that yet. Then make this 10. I, I have to grab it. I have to grab it. If we got to be yeah. selfish and only grab one, I can't bear hug a shelf. And they can't bear hug a shelf. You bastard. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. I love that question, man. Appreciate so, it. That so was terrible. That was dirty, man. dog. That was dirty. Yo, I, I appreciate y'all answering these questions. I think this is going to be a lot of benefit for a lot of our listeners. And, um, you know, y'all gave some great answers, man. Y'all like Allen Iverson over there. <laughs> with, with the answer crossover step back yes. step over you yes. after I drop yeah. you you know what I'm saying hey get these <laughs> get these alright so before we wrap we gotta let our listeners know what we not gonna do Ooh. what we not gonna do we not gonna and, and we took a couple of weeks off for what we not gonna do mm-hmm. but but if I can can I share with the what we not gonna do with the listeners this by time? all means please do the floor is your all right. choice alright here, here, here's what we not gonna do y'all we're not going to go to our friend house and they pour some 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 terrible bourbon for us. Mm. Um, we're we not just going to drink that just because they poured it. Okay? Yes. We're not gonna so do if, it. if you take that first that. sip and it it's god awful, it is bro, you ain't got to finish it. We're no, not going to... I'm not going to ruin my palate drinking no, some sir. bad bourbon not, just because you it. poured it up. Mm-hmm. right? And you actually got farther down that road than I would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it either. I'd have been like, what's in this yeah. glass? Yeah. I've, you know, I've done that. I've done that before. I've, I, you know, I mean, even out of my own stash, I poured like, oh, this is disgusting. Really? <laughs> yes, oh, I'm, straight up. Yeah, I'm not. Here. I'm telling you, because, you know, you know, I only have but so many calories per day. I'm not going to ruin it on a on a, a nasty pour. I got caught like that once. Really? Everybody knows what it is. Oh yes. Everybody yes, sir. knows who my nemesis is. Yes, sir. Everybody knows the dark side of the force for me. Yes, sir. I'm not going down <laughs> that road. What? Say it again. So, yeah. hey, let yeah. me tell y'all something, man. No and y'all, more. y'all might, y'all might think I'm crazy for this. I've poured stuff that I really, really like. That might be classified as unicorn, hard to find in my bourbon room. Yeah, and and it's just not hitting my palate right that day. Wow, I pour I pour it down the sink, bro. Facts, Facts. it's crazy. I'm, no, I'm 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 on that train too because I'm like, <laughs> I'm seriously, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know I, if I pour it down the sink though. I drink bourbon for the experience, for the taste. Right. If it's not hitting my palate, where it should be hitting my palate? <laughs> yeah. The done. sink, though? In the sink. Really? Bro, yes, sir. bro yes, sir. quiet as it's kept. I, I, I pour, I've done I pour, some, 
I poured about a half a pour Elmer T. Lee down the sink. Oh my God, no. No. Yeah. No, God, no. I did. And you know Mm. why? Here's the other reason I can't. I can't in good conscience. Coming to you next week, it's a two-man podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't in good conscience take that Elmer, take my little funnel and pour it back in the bottle, knowing Mm. that I'm going to share it with somebody else. Bro, that's gross, man. I'm not doing that. Bro, the proof is going to kill that. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do hey, man, that either. All right, then. So, so right. I just poured it down the sink, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's I, no I do. I, I've done it. I've done it many nights. Like, you know, get my Glen Karen out, pour it in. Like, no, this is this is not good. And it's you, not hitting me right it's tonight. Me right. It's crazy wow. how the palate yeah. changes like yes, that. Yes, sir. That's I'm, very I, weird. I, I do. I've, I've done crazy. it. I've done it. I've done but it. But for the so. record, listeners, we not going to drink bad bourbon just because your boy poured it for you. If you ain't yes, feeling it, if you don't like it, yo, don't yeah. drink it, pour it And out. I hopefully he has something else that we can talk about and then we can you know, go into his stash or yeah. their stash. And, and, and 100%. Know, pour it in their plant if, if you need to. If they're your friend, they're going to understand when you tell them, yo, man, what Word. is this shit? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. If you, if you don't right. know who I am. Yeah, dog. I'm going to exactly. talk about your show online. People going to know about you. if you don't you. think they're going to understand, pour it in the dog bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yo, this is dope, man. The questions hey, were dope, hey, Delvin. Hey, Delvin, man. I appreciate you, brother. I, I like you driving the car, dog. It's cool. Hey, man. It was I good, mean, man. You're you experienced. Job, hey, you, you drove across country man. and back. You're the guy. You're qualified. Listen, man. They, you know, my, my alias, you know, because I get to interview a lot of people, they call me Phil Darkerhue. Phil Darkerhue. <laughs> so we got Phil Darkerhue, Petty Tendergrass, and we just need one for the silver back. <laughs> Feel darker hue. Feel darker hue. <laughs> so for the Black and Brown podcast, I am I'm Petty Tendergrass with Phil Darker Hue and our guy W.A. Stevens. Yes, sir. We will see you next week. Phil, wrap us when you're ready. No, man. Silverback, take us out, bro. Do two things. Stay black and keep it brown. My guy. <laughs> no, no.